welcome to the podcast. This week we have a guest, Kelsey Lensman, is going to be joining us. She's a member over on our Grandview Barbell side. So if you guys come to the gym and you are here anywhere in the mid-morning time, you've definitely seen her around. She's in there training for about two and a half hours a day, <laughs> getting ready for a really cool, I wouldn't even call it an event. We'll, we'll get into it later. Um, but we wanted to have her on to just talk about what she's got going on here. It's, it's really interesting and, and, and really cool. But, you know, first I just like to kind of ask Kelsey, um, you know, what's your background? Uh, like how did you, um, how did you get into your, your, your coach and a trainer and, and how did you just kind of find your way into fitness in general? Yeah. Well, first I just want to say, I appreciate you both having me on and I started here maybe about six months ago. So yep. not that long ago. Yep. And when I first came here, it was the environment, the people were just good people here. Oh, and cool. that's why, honestly, I say, like, I drive 35-plus minutes to come here every morning when oh, I have wow. a gym five minutes away. You know, that's, a, that's the first thing I said because I, that's how we met. I joined his gym, and I'm yeah. like, these are just good people. Yeah. I'm staying. <laughs> like, I, these are, like, my people. It was after, like, the first workout I did. So it's kind of funny that I've not heard anyone say it quite like that. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all about good humans. And I'm like, yeah. oh, there's some good yeah. humans here. So yeah. well, I just appreciate you, you guys for the lot. culture yeah. that you guys built here. Yeah. Um, but a little bit about me. So I'm from Canton, Ohio, about two hours north. Okay. I grew up playing sports. So I was volleyball, basketball, um, all throughout high school. And then it was funny because I used to get letters of like, oh, I'll play here for basketball. I threw away every single letter. I, it was more of me just, I, I wasn't in a good headspace to want to go and play in college. So I was like, all right, nope, going to go have fun, do my thing. And so then I went to Ohio State here and my freshman year, I was initially just going and going into physical therapy. And I thought, oh, I could graduate in physical therapy can't graduate in physical therapy in undergrad. You find that out. <laughs> and so then I went into sports medicine, athletic training. And my freshman year, I got a letter. I was approached by somebody. I can't remember who it was. And they're like, hey, do you want to join the rowing team at Ohio State? And I was like, rowing? Like, on, on, like in, on NERG, on the water? Like, what do you mean here? They're like, no, like, we're seeing, like, trials for rowing team. And I'm like, let's go for it. Like, let's just try it. So then tried out for the rowing team my freshman year, ended up making it, have no idea how I made it. Um, and that was one of the hardest things I've physically ever done up until this point. And even now with all the different comps I've done, like that was. I've heard it's really intense. Oh, it rowing. is. So intense. <laughs> Especially at that level, at a collegiate level. I yeah. mean, rowers are badass. They're like very tough people. <laughs> oh, um, mentally, physically. Yeah. And it yeah. was it was such a good thing that I didn't realize for the time because that identity of being an athlete, like that was, that was my thing. And I didn't even yep. realize it. And so when I went to college, I still had that identity, that team. Mm -hmm. And then after my freshman year, I kind of was brought with, Hey, you either keep pursuing sports or you go the sports medicine route. Like you can't do both. You're either going to clinicals or you're an athlete. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be a professional rower. Like that's, yeah. that's not my thing. So sure. then I chose the sports medicine route and I, Fully am grateful that I've chosen that route now, but in that time, it was such a hard moment for me because I was, I was the athlete. I, that was my identity. I had my team. Oh, now, now who am I? Like, like what, what do I have now? Right. And so that was a hard, there's probably my sophomore, my junior year. Those were two very hard years because I was going to clinicals, getting the A's, like doing the things, but I lost myself. Yeah. Like I was like, who are you, Kels? And so then my junior year after a 
pretty terrible breakup, just not a great relationship. I was like, all right, you're finding yourself again. Like I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh man, who was even staring back at me? And I was like, you're doing the one thing that you knew that started to actually develop your confidence again. That was getting the gym. And when I first got back in the gym, it would have been probably my junior, summer of my junior year. I had no idea what I was doing. Like you go from having all the workouts written for you, everything was planned out to, okay, I walk in, what do I do? And even the confidence, like, oh man, I'm not an athlete anymore. How do I even do the things that I did before, you know? And so then I, I just did it ugly. I call it all the time. Like I just did it ugly. I went in, had no idea what I was doing was not the best form, but I just kept showing up. And then from there, that kind of twist and turned, and um, I started feeling that confidence again. I started feeling like myself again. Like, oh, like you're you're doing something for you, not just giving to everybody else around you. And then that led to, it would have been going into my senior year. I had somebody tap me on the shoulder, and they're like, oh, have you ever thought about doing a bodybuilding show? And I was like, you're talking about the shows where people wear those sparkly bikinis and like prance on the stage? Hell no. I don't know if I can guess on there, but no, like, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, we do. Right? All yeah. <laughs> and so then it was like that seed planted in my brain of, okay, that's not you, right? Like I'm not somebody just to show off like that. But what if you could? Like what if you could go through the process to actually do it? And so I thought about it, I thought about it, and I finally came to the point where I was like, go for it. And so I ended up hiring a coach. This would have been my spring of my junior year, going into my summer. And I didn't tell anybody for four months. Like, I think I might have even told Jared two months after I hired the coach. Because I, I couldn't see myself ever getting to that stage, having the physique or, or doing the thing to get there. And so I did it underneath the scenes. I, I put in the work, had no idea what I was doing. And throughout that summer, it has nothing to do about the body that I built, but the discipline that you had to have. The intentionality, the discomfort that you kept pursuing when I went to pose in front of a group. And I had no idea what I was doing in high heels. I never wear high heels. And through that summer, I I started like feeling like a whole nother level version of myself that I didn't even know existed. So then that summer or that fall time, I competed in, I think it was like four shows, went to nationals. It was just such a cool it's just such a cool time in my life where I'm like, I never thought I could ever do this. And I remember when I was going through that process, people would be like, oh, Kels, like, there's this girl carrying her food again. Oh, you, I bet you have to go work out. You can't go to the bar. And it was a lot of going against what I was doing for so long, yep. like stepping out of that comfort zone, stepping out of the group, like somebody doing something different. And I, I got a lot of feedback from that in, in not a necessarily beneficial way. And so when I went through that process, I'll never forget this. And I tell our girls this all the time. Um, those same people that questioned me, those same people that tried to steer me off path, they're not bad people. They just didn't understand the lifestyle that I was living, right? They were the same people that asked me, like, how'd you do it? You know, the same people that came up to me, like, oh, how'd you do that? And I was like, I didn't tell this to them, but I was like, well, I didn't listen to you, right? Like, I just didn't listen to you. Um, so then fast forward, went through that season. I was had my whole life planned out my senior year. I was like, all right graduate undergrad, go to physical therapy grad school, have 2.5 kids, have a white picket fence. Like I had everything planned out. And then it would have been December of my senior year. So this is when everybody was getting grad school letters. Everybody was getting their jobs figured out. Like they had next steps. And I'm somebody that I I had a, a roadmap, right? I always kind of had my stuff together of like, this is the next step. 
and I had this gut feeling, and I was like, "What? What is this? Like, Kelsey, you you should go to grad or go to a physical therapy grad school. Like, you've said this for eight years, sure. you know." And I just had a gut feeling of like, Kelsey, there's something else out there different for you. And I so badly wanted to push it down. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what it is. Like, that's not a, it's not a thing for me. And over that course of a few months, I was like, you have to listen to it, right? And I talk about my rocking chair theory all the time, which is kind of leads into everything that I do, is that version of me at 95 years old. I like, I have this image. When I'm in my little rocking chair, I have my little blanket there in front of the fire, and I'm thinking back on my life, and I make so many decisions based on this, like, theory for me. And it's like, when I'm in that rocking chair, my greatest blessing would be you look back on your life and be like, oh, Kelsey, you did it. You didn't let fear, doubt, hesitation, anything hold you back. And my biggest fear, which is sometimes my biggest motivator, is I'm in that rocking chair, and I think, what if? Like, what if you took that leap of faith? What if you went off path of what you thought you were going to do? And what if you didn't let doubt, fear, hesitation get in the way? And so I thought about that in that time frame. And I was like, Kelsey, you have to go for it. You have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea what business you're starting. Sure. But I saw a problem of I was in the sports medicine world, helping people overcome injuries after they've already had them. But then I was like, well, we could prevent injuries, right? Like we could, if we can teach you how to move correctly beforehand, hopefully you can't prevent everything, but hopefully we can prevent a lot of the injuries that I saw. And I saw them moving in the gym, and I'm like, oh, you just don't move well. Like, that's why your back hurts. You just don't move well, right? Yep. Um, so I was like, all right, like, go for it. No idea what I was doing. No clue even what my big vision was. And so I started. It was called KML Movement at, right out of undergrad. And I focused a lot on helping people move better, um, not necessarily injuries, like moving people out of pain, but preventing what hopefully could help people. Yep. Um and then that twist that turned, obviously, I mean, you know, owning a business, whatever you think your vision is, it, yes, it might be that for a little time, and then you really start to course correct a little bit. So then it would have been prior to COVID, everything was in person for me. I was working with humans I always wanted to do online or like something, not necessarily bigger, but different than what I was doing. But I was just kind of in the rat race, like just going every single day. And then COVID happened, and it was like, oh, everything that you had that ain't happening anymore. Like, it's, it's not a thing anymore, right? So it, it was almost like a blessing in disguise. Not that COVID's great, but it was a blessing in disguise for me where it's like, Kels, that's that kick in the butt. Like, you have to do it differently. Or you either do it differently or you let this thing that you've tried to grow for the last three years, like, die. Yeah, you have to adapt or die. And that was, exactly. I mean, we saw that in our industry. And that's yeah. how we ended up here in this this facility and bought this building and all of that. Like, yeah. COVID was, uh, it was Good or bad, however you looked at it, but you had to change fast. Yeah. Um, your story, it's really funny, you know, not to jump in the middle of it, but it sounded, it mirrored Kate's almost exactly <laughs> straight through like college. Um, you know, she did like you. I was exercise science. They didn't have sports med. Oh, when yeah. I was, she yeah, was exercise science. She, she did like the uh, fitness show right at the end of school, the yeah, same exact yeah. way. Like, yeah. it, like, as you're just stepping through this, yeah. I'm like hearing Kate's story, like, oh, that's wild. Yeah. Close yeah. To, and I like, thought the same thing, you know, to what you were like yep. speaking to, I thought, Very oh, I'm just going to do this show. It's not going to be a big deal. And I'm like, oh, this is changing me on the inside. Yeah, that was it. And I'm like, yeah. this is wild. Like it, it really, and that's when I really got into like the nutrition. I was always like a personal trainer. Yeah. 
like when I was in school too. So it, it's really cool to hear that. Yeah. yeah it's kind like of funny. A, a very yeah. mirrored story and <laughs> she was going to go into physical therapy. Oh, mm-hmm. Same, same sort of thing. Yeah. And then, and then just like, you know, once she got out of school, went and, and did her, her training and yeah. coaching thing. And, yeah. and it was a very, very, uh, it was just funny to like, I'm like listening. I'm like, this, I heard the story. Yeah. This, I, I know. I know this story without like I know yeah. almost where it's going. It's yeah. there's just very subtle differences. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, how cool is that though? I mean, yeah. by you yeah. stepping out, it's led to this. Both, both of you, yeah. right? But like, yeah. it's led Ab- to something that you absolutely. Might not have about. And it's cool that you didn't get wrapped up in the shows for too long. And yeah. and my coach, as I was leaving, I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like these are healthy for me anymore. Yeah. And it, and it was like one of the coolest things he's ever said to me. I won't say who it is because he still uh, does this. And I really have a lot of respect for him to this yeah. day. But it was just him and I training that day. And he's like, Kate, it's good you're getting out of this. You got mm-hmm. a lot more going on. A lot of those people that stay in this for years and years and years, mm-hmm. they can be beautiful on the outside, but inside it's it's all ugly. Well, And, and that's what, <laughs> that's exactly it though. So, um, and I'm nothing against bodybuilding. Right, like it's, right. it's a, Me so neither. much respect. Yeah, 100%. I have a coach, ton of discipline. and yeah. yeah, but that's what it was. And I think this is where also I bring my view of confidence is different than a lot of people, not people, just social media really mm-hmm. is I was the leanest I've ever been the most ripped I've ever been a body that I never thought I could get in my life. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. little Kelsey high school would have dreamed to be mm-hmm. where she was at. And I stepped on my first stage ever. And I was getting first place. Like it was a, something that I never thought I could do. Yeah. And I was like, I've never been to the body that I thought I could get. And not that I lacked confidence, meaning that I was insecure, but it wasn't the confidence I thought I was going to have. It wasn't the, oh, Kels, like, ev- like you're on top of the world. Well, that, right? that, that whole, the fitness show, it just, it, it feeds off insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just having this discussion the other night about like Ronnie Coleman or anyone that pushes themselves to the top. I mean, it's just, it doesn't work unless you are fighting some freaking demons and, and and like no one's like i feel so good i want to like and then you know then you you get to a certain point where like you take hormones you, or you don't take hormones and you don't play yeah. and i was like ah, and it was tapping out yeah, yeah i'm tapping out exactly. like if like nah no thanks yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't my thing yeah. um so so then kind of fast forward that's actually a good segue into the, the whole another stuff so start a business Competed for one more year, but I was like, I feel, I don't feel like I just want a competition to keep me on my stuff, mm-hmm. like to keep me disciplined, to keep me focused. And then it's focused. tough because nothing motivates you like oh, that. it was hard. Throw yourself on stage naked in some stripper heels yeah. and <laughs> go for you're, it. You're going to get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> so then I was, I, I, that was a, and I didn't share this that much. I wish I would have shared it more, but that was a hard time for me. I started mm-hmm. a business, had no clue what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you go from being very disciplined, seeing your body this way to transferring this way. And it's, this way is more healthy. But it's hard to see your body it's change. It's really like that, hard, you know. Yeah. Um, so then that's when I was like, all right, I need a goal. I start got into powerlifting. I was like, oh, I like lifting heavy. Let's go into that. It didn't light me up as much as though bodybuilding because mm-hmm. I think the discipline piece of it. I love that. Yep. Um, and then just did a bunch of random stuff. Like did a powerbuilding show. Did running. Like I just like pushing my limits. Like that's something that I love doing because never thought I could do this. Well, what else did I not think I could do? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then kind of fast forward. COVID happened. Flipped my business one eighty. Everything went online. Um, and then that's where kind of our empower events were born. Our empower coaching was born, which is just online. And we've had, we've had some, uh, girls from the gym yeah. do the, the powerlifting meets yeah. and it's like, that's their thing now. They love them. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, it just kind of goes yeah. to it. Actually, I remember being in the gym, this sort of post COVID, but it was one of our girls in the gym. Um, a woman that never thought she would ever a be in a gym or b be 
bench, barbell benching, see have the weight that she did on it. And I remember, this is literally where this Empower Events was born. Um, I remember unracking her, and she was scared shitless. Like, she looked at me, and she goes, you think I can do that? I was like, you got it. Like, believe in yourself. You got it. And so I unracked her. You could tell she was shaken. And then she brought the barbell down. Once again, this woman never thought she would even have a barbell in her hands. Brought it down, touched her chest, and boom. Like, that barbell went up. You might as well throw it to the sky. And you could tell as soon as she racked it, she jumped up off the bench, and her face was just like, elated like one disbelief and two elated of being proud of herself mm-hmm. and I was like I thought in my brain I was like Kels we got to create an environment not just a powerlifting federation but like an environment of women especially I'm not anti-guy but like yeah. for women to want to see each other win and to break beliefs of what they're capable of like the fitness world is a lot of times and, and we coach people with all that stuff but a lot of times about shrinking yourself making yourself smaller like how tiny can you get you see it on social media and for me, it's not even about that. It's like, what are you actually capable of? And when you break that belief, like that woman broke that belief, it's like, oh, if I settled for that, like what else am I capable of in my career, in my family, in my personal life? And so then that's where it was born. I was like, we need to create an environment like that. And I had no idea what I was doing once again. It's a common theme in my life. No clue what I was doing, but I was like, go for it, you know? So then that's kind of where the Empower Event stuff, um, kind of where we're at today. So that was a long cool. intro, but that's yeah. it. No, well, you know, leading from that, um, we talked about it a little bit earlier, and and a lot of why we're we're here is uh, this event, Mission Forty Eight, that you're starting to gear up for now, is probably fitness wise like one of the craziest things I've ever I've ever heard, and and I was just like, I'm. I, I was looking through her proposed schedule, and I don't know if it's finalized yeah, yet. Yeah, it's tentative, but it's yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. much there. So it's 48 days, 48 different states, so the whole continental U.S., and it's a, a different competition every day. So it's in September and October, and uh, I was looking through it, and I'm, like, trying to physically pace myself through it in my mind, like, okay, How'd you feel coming off this and then into that? And, you know, I'm, so I'm going through the whole thing and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> who you've got to, this is going to get tough, like right about here. And then you've got to maybe settle into it. Yeah. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about how, you know, you came, like this whole idea came about mm-hmm. and like what you're trying to accomplish here with, with the And mission I have a question. Did yep. you come up with this? idea? This is all yours? Yeah, the mission my, 48? I, I got the framework from somebody we were talking about and yep. I can share but this was this was my idea, and I was it was one of those things. For two years, I sat on it, like two years, I doing the business stuff, and I, I like I had a gut feeling. I, once again, I had a gut feeling of like, "Cause there's something more, right?" I wanted to shut it down. Wanted to shut it down. I watched Iron Cowboys documentary, and if you guys don't know who he is, he did the fifty. Yeah, Iron. we watched that. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I watched it like five mm-hmm. times. He's he's reminding me because sometimes I uh, half the time I forget what I've watched. <laughs> And then I've watched yeah, we watch that. I'm like, yeah. I'll be like 25 minutes into a movie. I'm like, oh, it was in a different state. <laughs> it was in a different state the same way, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but I do remember yeah. this. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. fall asleep half time. Yeah. Um, so I wish I, I could use that excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so he did 50 Ironmans in 50 states in 50 days. And I was just really inspired by that. I watched yep. his documentary. I was like, okay, that's wild. Like oh, Ironmans, yeah. so much respect, not my thing, but kind of were me. Like I like pushing my boundaries. Like, well, what if, Kels, it's once again the what if question. Well, what if you did 48 different competitions? One day could be a marathon. Next day could be a CrossFit event. Um, third day could be a powerlifting meet in 48 states. And I originally had 48 weeks. 
And I was like, oh, cool. I could do a competition. I could speak at a school for girls. And like, I'm really big about kind of getting them young and talking Mm -hmm. about confidence, talking about Mm -hmm. things that I wish I would have had. And so I had this whole thing not planned out, but this idea going for two years. And I finally got to a spot last September where I was like, okay, Kels, kind of like a come to Jesus moment for me. You're either doing this or you're not. And either's fine, but you have to make a decision. Like you're not in this great area of I'll get to it. You're never going to get to it. Like make a decision. And I'll tell this quick little story about it too, because it was one of those things that I'm like, well, am I distracting myself? Am I just playing my, this little dream in my life that is going to take me away from help growing the business and stuff like that. And so I remember one day I was walking my dog captain for like four hours. I was like wrestling. Do I do it? Do I not do it? And I finally, not to bring this into it, but it's an, kind of an important part. I like wrote a prayer out and I was like, dear God, okay, you need to smack me in the face with the biggest sign, like not dangle it, not like tap me on the shoulder. You need to boom, smack me in the face of Kels go this route. I was like, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like I'm like pulled for this. And have you know it next, like yet or the following morning, went to train like I normally do. Usually I'll listen to music. Like I'm not necessarily a big podcast girl when I train, especially like lift heavy. And I was like, you know, like let me throw a podcast on. So click the first podcast. It was the Ed Milet show. And he had a guest on and I was listening to it, listening to it. Actually, I was just getting into weightlifting, Olympic lifting. No, No idea what I was doing, but I was like starting to do it. And it was this other gentleman, and he was sharing his story about all these different, um, he called them expeditions that he's been on. He trucked through Antarctica, solo mission through Antarctica, all himself. He um, did all these, like, crazy things that raised money for charity and just talking about living your life, like, not living in the passenger seat, like, actually living. And it was such a mirror of what I wanted to do. And, like, the things that, like, what I was feeling, very stagnant, very frustrated. And I'm like, all right, I got you. Like, that that was such a beautiful sign. I remember I was, like, squatting, and I'm like, hey, I'm doing it. And I had no idea what I was starting with, no clue even. How do you even start something like this? How do you even, like, take the first step? So I kind of took the first step, and then it's kind of led up today, and I I have to put a deadline on things. Like, if I don't have a timeline, it's it's not happening. Mm -hmm. So so I finally Mm kind of got to the end of last year. And I was like, all right, timeline's happening, September 1. And I was like, that puts heat on me to get the ball rolling and to actually like start putting things in, in place. So. That's awesome. Very That's cool. really neat. So you, you're renting an RV for like, for, yeah, for how long? Well, we'll do it for about, we'll not do it. We'll rent it for about two months or we might okay. buy one of the two. Um, okay. We'll wrap it. And we have a team of about five to six people going with okay. us and, awesome. and road tripping. And are these like your employees that are going some with you? Them, or? Some of them are part of my team now. Okay. Um, but some of them not. Like I don't, a videographer is going to come. They're not a part of our team now, but yeah. we'll get that there okay. hopefully. Um, and just some people that want to travel with us for a little bit. It's like hop okay. on five states and then pop off. You're good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So your team, do you guys just run powerlifting events then or yeah okay no so we don't so our we have empower coaching which is like our online nutrition fitness coaching um and then we have our empower events i'm big about kind of like this is like pushing limits and always not just i don't want to pigeonhole us into just powerlifting it's like show yourself you're strong in all areas so this summer we're actually doing like a big running event so i want empower events to be like women of all different types all okay. different ages we've had like a 72 year old lift yeah. 200 pounds is crazy yeah. doing all these different competitions not just powerlifting. yeah so, really so neat like, that's awesome it. that's yeah. really really cool so how are you training for this oh lord yeah a lot of people i mean a lot of people talk about training and stuff on this but i'm yeah. always like to geek out about like yeah. what yeah. do you um 
What's your plan? So you've got. It's like four months. Don't right tell now. me that. <laughs> tell me still a year what? Oh, you got. I mean, it's that's about four or five you, months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're in and you're fit right now. So like, you know, a lot of it is like, you can keep getting fitter and and in better shape. But you know, what are you doing? Yeah. What is like your plan leading up to that? And like, uh, are you gonna like try and like take it easy for a little bit before? Like, what are you what are yeah. you doing like specifically to like get ready for? Yeah, so it's funny. So you guys cross it, Graham. I've never mm-hmm. done CrossFit. That's one thing that I've I've done bodybuilding, Olympic lifting, power, but like all this stuff, I've never done CrossFit. Never done a CrossFit event. So that's when I was coming here too. I was like, oh, like I want to hop over there a little bit. Yep. Um, but anyway, so about three weeks ago, could I potentially pl- like plan the training for myself? Potentially, like I'm not even gonna say I can't do it. But I was like, Kels, delegate it. You just execute. Like yep. you just, you just need to execute. You don't have to think about what you're doing. You do not know how to plan or how to do triathlons. Like get somebody that knows what they're doing. So I ended up hiring a coach. Did three weeks ago. Did all my baseline testing. So went yep. everything from squat bench, deadlift, max outs to um, running a 10k, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I hate running. So I was like, Jared was with me, and I'm like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. Um, so that's, that's, you know, well, that's six that's, plus miles, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's not, that's not an easy run yeah. for someone who is as strong as well, you are, you know, for like, somebody that yeah. hasn't ran for two years. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, was thinking back, I was like, yeah. Close, when's the last time you ran more than a mile? Oh man. Like half I mean, marathon. I've, two I've years seen ago. you pulling yeah. like three mid threes on deadlifts in there. Like, you know, to have both capacities is a challenge. Oh, and mentally, I'll tell you <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So then did that testing. It was. It also opened my eyes to of like, oh, girl, like you got a long way to go in a, in a yep. beautiful way. But also, once again, we talked about weeks, right? 48 weeks, how it was going to be 48 weeks. I was like, I could muster through probably with my fitness level. It's not amazing, but like it's an okay capacity. I could muster through a comp a week, right? It's not really like holding me to much of a line. Like I'm going to do well, sure. obviously, but it wasn't anything crazy. But I was like, oh, 48 days. Like, Kels, that's another level. And it was, once again, that feeling of kind of, oh, shit, let's go for it. You know, like, w- when you raise your standard that much, you cannot keep doing the same thing and pretend like it's going to get you there. So then that's where I hired a coach, told him all the things that we're doing. Um, and it's right now, so I, I did pre-testing about three weeks ago. These last two weeks I've been actually, like, in the training. It's one of the hardest things I've ever done, like, in such a – beautiful way um it's things I've never done it's um trainings I'm going usually twice a day and like doing a ton at the track doing a a lot of heavy lifting here doing a lot of Olympic lifting um doing a lot of CrossFit stuff that I'm like how in the heck do you do all this stuff but it's it is holding me to such a higher standard and it's I can tell it's pushing my limits like it's pushing me physically 100% I've never been so sore in my life but it's pushing me mentally like you have to figure out how you're going to operate your business and get four hours of training in a day and be the coach that you want to be and be the, like, dog mommy, like, all of these things, you know? And it's expanding my capacity. Like, it's definitely putting some heat on me. But it's like, all right, you either rise to the occasion or you don't. And either's fine, but, like, I'm, I'm going to rise there, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty cool training. Um, it's keeping me on my toes, I'll tell you that. The, the more you do, the more you can do. Exactly. You know, I've, I've, I've heard that a lot of times, and it's it's very true where – the least productive times in my life are like the, the times I've had the most just like time and like, you know, going to the bank is like a, a challenge when yeah. you have nothing <laughs> yeah. on your, on your plate. And then when you've, you know, if you got 
this, that, this, that, and you're just running and gunning, like, you know, throw a, throw a few monkey wrenches in there, and they're not as hard to it's deal exactly with because yeah. you're just used to dealing with stuff all the time. Yep. So yep. it's it's cool to, like, start to figure out, like, what you are capable of. Um, people are much more productive and capable than, than they know oftentimes. Oh, and it's know. so true. I mean, it stretches you, right? And, mm-hmm. and I think I talked with somebody about this of, like, could it be overwhelming? A hundred percent, right? But you have to understand what do you have to change? Like, what is, what is in my control? How do I have to live life differently? Not that I have to do this for the rest of my life, but, like, these next four or five months need to be very regimented, need to be very disciplined, need to be very focused. And so I'm not going to go out and – um, spend all the time with my friends. I don't like, not that I would, you're not, enter, time, you're not like, entertaining would, yourself right, right, the same like way you would. You're right. not going to watch movies and yeah. things all the time and get yeah. into shows and you, yeah. don't, you don't have the time, effort and energy to, yeah. to be able to. And I imagine that. you probably felt this too. Like when you did bodybuilding, mm-hmm. it was so disciplined mm-hmm. that it sounds, they, they say discipline equals freedom. Jocko, I love, I love his stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's so true. And you don't understand it until you've actually been there and get it. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing those shows, it was like, it was discipline. And that's the time I felt most alive. Like mm-hmm. most alive is when I was most disciplined. And it's so mm-hmm. contradictory, I think, to what especially social media tells you and like the culture today. It's like, well, just take it easy and like do that. It's like I felt half alive when I did that, you yeah. know, and I got I got roped into that a little bit of, of that mentality. And it's and I and I people feel the difference in me. They see the difference in me. Kelsey's like or somebody was like, Kelsey, you look more alive in the last three weeks and you've been in the last four years. I'm like, I feel it. I was like, yeah. because it's purpose. pushing that capacity, yeah. you know? And you have, awesome. a, you have a focus and a purpose, and, and you've, like, committed to doing a very big, audacious thing. So yeah. when you start rowing in that direction and, and getting that momentum, like, you feel yeah. very it, – it's a, it's a really cool feeling, and I, I've, I've felt that way with a lot of different things in my life. That's, yeah. that's super cool. So if people want to follow this – or even follow your journey, like leading into this. Like, what are easy ways? I mean, Instagram. So yeah. you have, you have a very cool, active Instagram page. Like, I love it because it, it shows. Oh, like, that great? <laughs> no, no, it shows cool stuff and like our our barbell gym. It does. Too. So I'm like, ooh, share that. That's, <laughs> that's a cool. Yeah, that's a cool. Uh, that's a really cool video showing the you know the gym in there, and and then you're doing really cool stuff. So. Your Instagram and then anywhere else that you are Yeah, so Instagram, I mean, that's the most thing I'm active on. And then it's not right now. We'll launch, I don't know when this will come out, but June 1. And then we're going to do YouTube a ton. So that'll be, we'll do like a big video each day. Like long form stuff. Exactly, yeah. We'll do long form, short form. Um, So that'll be definitely ramping up. Like right now, Instagram is the most important thing. Well, awesome. Anything else uh, you want to share with us? Like, I think this is super inspiring to me, like. Anytime, anytime I hear like someone doing something, it's like, okay, like I had some cool goal. Like I did a a boxing fight last year and and had a very similar, like fun ramp up to that. And then I haven't had anything like that, you know, real recently. And I'm like, I need kind of need to like, yeah, I need to find something, you know, (laughs) to like get me going again. And so like hearing about this, like is really cool. So well, you guys um, can train with me. Yeah. <laughs> I need a buddy anytime that I can. <laughs> I don't think my why's that big right now. Yeah. So. yeah. Same. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. Very cool. I'm on the other side of pushing my body. Yes. I get that for sure. I, I've spent a lot of time in uh, Columbia. I would just tell my clients this week, like in MRI machines and mm-hmm. hyperbaric chambers and like, Ooh, there was a lot of times for 
at least like a decade, I think I probably pushed through too much yeah. and saw the other side of that. Yeah. So yeah. I, d- I think it's amazing what you're doing, but this is my time to like slow down and go within and oh, work yeah. through emotional stuff. Well, well, so. And that's, I mean, yeah. I don't <laughs> mean to like lean yeah. in yeah. that, but that is just, in my my perspective, just as much training yeah. as it is physical. It's, it's and, hard. And it's for it's me easier for me to go out and run and exactly. tear up my body. Yeah. It's harder for me to sit like every, I have a, like these, type of healers that I see and everyone's like, you sit still. Yes. Sit still, do yes. nothing. It's really easy for me to go, 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 go. Especially but. for like a high performer like you. Like yeah. that's that's our, our normal, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's how we operate. And so shifting to the other end of the spectrum is like, no, no, just breathe. And like just be there. You don't need to be achieving to have your worth. Like it's yeah. it's, it's a but whole other journey. In time, right? Yeah. You know, and you've got to like go after and do these things yeah. when you feel called to. And I think it's really cool how you just – Keep coming back to like trusting your intuition. I think that's freaking awesome. There's times for expansion and contraction, and and yeah. you know there's 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 waves that you that you have to ride, especially the longer. You know we're 20 years into this now, so yeah. um, I, I I've ridden a bunch of these waves where it's like you know I have to have a time to s- yeah, yeah simmer but. simmer down for a little bit, and then I'll have four five years of like really mm-hmm. white hot training and competitiveness and business expansion. And then it's like, okay, I have to live for a little bit yeah. and yeah. breathe yeah. and maintain and, and let my mind, body and spirit sort of like regenerate. And, you know, we've kind of hit that spot where we had that huge, like, go all out to get this whole thing to survive COVID. And then we had a big, almost, it was like a celebration year. We got in like fantastic shape, Um, you know, did some like photo shoots and I did boxing matches and we did like the pump and run. We did all these things. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so we, well, have, and then we keep uh, yes. adding things like we have yeah. our retreat this year. We have like summer shred we're doing. So we have all these things we do. It's awesome. But we keep we never take away. We're adding. We yes. have annual yes. rituals with. the. Uh, <laughs> so we do summer shred and that's six weeks of offsite. Like we're running all over the place. Yeah. And then we do like, you know, our annual Murph workout. And then now we've added this yeah retreat. We have the open and all of these things that now it's. It's stacked up. It's it's very cool, but it's, you know, it's six to eight events and then, you know, some that last six weeks. And so it's, you, you've only got a month of time between them. And now it's like, okay, we have to just at least stay to where we're participatory in these, yeah. not necessarily yeah. like PRing all of them, but we're like, we got to stay in there where we're like healthy, yeah. fit and, yeah. and focused enough to just be a part of it. Um, and then once we like find a rhythm with that, and then that's when we'll usually like kind of blow <laughs> yeah. back up. But what you're doing is like, I mean, it's 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 a very one of a kind thing. I've never heard of anything like that outside of the Iron Cowboy. But yeah. this is like really diving into a lot of different capacities rather than just like, you know, say you did 48 powerlifting right. meets or you know, it's right. it's it's very cool to see, uh, you know, it's almost this CrossFit mentality of like showing a very varied um you know capacities over all these things all over the place and it's just like 
I'm excited to follow along with it, and I can't wait. That's going to gonna be like our TV show. <laughs> we can yeah. watch you on YouTube. What's this crazy girl doing today? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, how can people support you with this? Are I you raising that. money, or do you have a place that people can do that? Yeah, so we have, like, Mission 48. So I'm going to do it also for Rocks. It's a charity, mm-hmm. amazing charity. If you guys haven't um, actually looked into it, they like do 20-week programs in schools for girls, talk That's about awesome. self-confidence, body image. I've spoken to so many Rocks girls. And the teachers are like, we see a difference in them. That's so I was really like, cool. all right, like if we can like bring awareness to that, yeah. love it. So like we'll have um, a goal for that if people want to be a part of that yeah. part of it. And then Mission 48, we have state sponsors and then also regional sponsors. So okay. any and okay. all help is definitely yeah. appreciated. So I appreciate Do we that. go to a, a website? Yeah, I'll give you a website. It's just KelseyLensman.com. You'll okay. see a button called Mission 48. Okay, and awesome. There. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank be you. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Oh, Lord, you'll yeah. see me here just like dying in a corner, but it'll be good. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks for Thank coming you. on today. Yeah, I appreciate both of you, and I, I know I speak for the gym. Um, appreciate the culture that you guys build and just the community that's here. That's what keeps me here. So I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Very cool.